Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. For all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3 our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio, right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors, where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime. The world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi, because we are the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network, or on Super Talk TV at Seaspire TV. If some of you are watching the show on YouTube or Facebook, or you're listening on your favorite podcast is December the 18th, 2023. One week away from Christmas. It's amazing how fast this year has gone by. I want to especially thank the title sponsor for Super Talk Outdoors, the Foundation, uh, formerly known as the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. They're the only outdoor foundation that directly supports the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And more recently, they voted to also extend... Uh, their contributions as well over to the Mississippi Department of Marine Resources here on the coast. So uh, this is an organization that's getting stronger and more aligned, and we are thrilled to have them as a sponsor of Super Talk Outdoors. By the way, the views on this show are mine, not those of the foundation. When it comes to the outdoors and outdoors issues, you can count on me to say what needs to be said. You know, it's really a special time of the year. I had a terrific uh, time up at the camp. Uh, over this past weekend, my son Jordan and my, my hunting son Jake and Travis Dunn and his uh, nephew Jackson Dunn had a wonderful duck hunt Saturday morning. They, they had, they really, you know, duck hunting's kind of been slow. We all know the story. Hadn't, hasn't been cold, don't have a lot of water, but uh, they went out not expecting a bunch and had, a, had a, just a really good duck hunt. And then Jordan and Jake went again yesterday morning. And they, they got some gadwalls. They got a blue some blue wing and green wing tilled. I mean, they just had a great, great uh, duck hunt. When you go out duck hunting and you don't expect to have a great hunt and then you have a great hunt, it's just, uh, it's, it, it doesn't get any better than that. He, Jordan said that he worked one group of gadwalls for literally about 25 minutes. They did maybe 100 passes. And uh, he said they got low a couple of times. They probably could have shot, but he, he, they wanted them to finish. And so they worked them hard. And, you know, when you have a situation like that, that, that keeps you uh, glued. It makes you want to go back quick. In fact, Jake sent a note this morning and said he dreamed about cupping ducks. And it might, might have been the 100 uh, Instagram reels that he watched of cupping ducks that just before he went to sleep that caused him to dream about it. But anyway, it's... Uh, an amazing time of the year and i hope everybody's having a wonderful time with family and friends and i i, I certainly know that i am this this been it's been a lot of fun for us hey i want to um welcome my friend ricky flint who's the project manager and supervisor over the mississippi outdoor stewardship trust fund something we fought so hard for and we have it now we're a couple of rounds into it we're going to get an update from ricky but before before we do anything we're going to welcome him to super Talk outdoors and see what he's been doing in the outdoors recently. How you doing, Ricky? Doing great. It's uh, it's a good time of year. It's it's time to get outdoors. It's time to hunt. It's time to fish. It's time to get with family. It's time to eat good food, cook good food. Uh, I can't think of a better time of year. Yeah, my buddy Jake brought some Wagyu steaks up to the camp, and that's what we cooked Saturday night. People really enjoyed that, getting together. You know, I've said it many times, but it's about family. It's about storytelling. It's about laughing <laughs> uncontrollably. And we've done all those things, but it's, it's just a special time of the year. But people who go in the outdoors, man, they get it. They get, they, they get what it's like to take a deep breath 
out in the woods. And whether you shoot a deer or not, or shoot a duck or not, it's uh, a lot of memories being made right now all across the state, aren't there, Ricky? Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's it's not about the harvest; it's about the memories made. And uh, you don't you don't have to harvest anything to make a good memory. Uh, you and it's not necessarily about always having to be with somebody, but that time spent alone, the the time for your mind to drift and think about things. Uh, there's there's not a better opportunity to clear your mind than sitting on a stand or sitting in the duck blind. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Well, my, my buddy, uh, my buddy, Will Primos, he, he spoke of uh, going out turkey hunting once, and he said he was out there and he was going to do a prayer, but then he realized he literally believed that he was in a prayer in that moment. And I think, I think that way all the time. I'll be out, out in the woods and it's just, uh, you know, enjoying God's creation. And there's a peace that comes over you. And uh, it's a great, op especially this time of year, it's a great opportunity to remind yourself what in life really is important. And uh, my son, Justin, who's in town from New York City, got in town yesterday. He'll be home for a couple of weeks, thank goodness. He's been, he's been, he's on the international consulting team. He's been in India and he's been really burning the candle at both ends. But but I had to had to kind of rush him out of this little studio that I have here because this is also our fishing and hunting room, <laughs> and he he left uh, just now to to go catch some redfish. He couldn't wait to get out there. But it's, that's I'm I'm again special time of the year for sure. Speaking of redfish, you caught a 44 inch redfish. That's a nice bull, buddy. Look, uh, got to go with some friends uh, on a trip down to Venice in mid November and. Uh, I had some personal bests and uh, personal bests multiple times during that trip. Uh, I think the boat that I was in, we had three people fishing together, and in three days we boated 12 redfish over 40 inches. And uh, I think I was the recipient of about seven of those. And I'm going to tell you what, on, on medium bass tackle, uh, it just about don't get no better when when it takes you 15, 18 minutes to get one fish in that that's just a big old blast. <laughs> hey, I know it well. Light tackle fishing for redfish is, is the way to go. In fact, that's what he's doing. He's going to do that today. He's going to fish the uh, edges of the marsh. And we've still got some beautiful speckled trout in here. You know, the thing the thing about, you know, for duck hunters, we hate the fact that we haven't had a lot of rain and we got some holes that have dried up. I mean, I, I talked to someone the other day who has spent $50,000 pumping Ooh. duck, duck, you know, uh, duck habitat and it's in the, in the uh, and it's already been sucked up into the ground and they're going to have to start pumping some more. But on the coast though, what that means is that we haven't had a lot of freshwater inundation in some of the backwaters here in coastal Mississippi. And so yeah. the salinity is when I was down there in Venice, uh, that was, I think it was the 18th of November, uh, 18th, 19th, 20th, around there. Um, we saw tons of big ducks. You know, it wasn't just model ducks down there. We saw pintail, saw some mallards, uh, but I, I saw thousands of pintails in, in the vicinity right there where we were fishing and, you know, it, it stands to reason there's just not a lot of water between the prairies and the Gulf Coast and, and Pintel are some of the earliest migrants uh, out there. And I guess they just decided we're going to keep flying till we find some water. Yeah, yeah, I have a friend. Yeah, I have a friend of mine who's actually a charter boat captain down there. And this time of year he does. He guides for ducks and he's been posting some incredibly successful hunts over there. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, you got a lot of water in the saltwater marshes of uh, southern Louisiana, and traditionally, it's a good good place to go duck hunting. But maybe maybe more so now. Well, it looks but, like we may get some rain coming this weekend for the during, during the Christmas uh, weekend. That, that you don't ever want it to rain on Christmas, but if you're a hunter uh, or a farmer, you you want the uh, water table to come back up where it used to be uh, as soon as possible. We got a long way to go to catch up. Well, we had an El Nino, which meant it's supposed to be a colder than normal winter and a wetter than normal winter. We certainly haven't seen that yet, but it does look like 
on into January, we're going to get some cold blasts and maybe some more water. Uh, but uh, like you said, you know, we need it for the water table, that's for sure, because people are spending a lot of money right now on diesel fuel and natural gas. Oh, yeah. Pumping those uh, those duck holes, that that's for sure. Hey, listen, Ricky, I've watched, uh, watched your leadership and that of your board very closely. If there are two issues that this show has been very focused on, uh, one of them was, uh, and still is, the sale and transfer of deer, something I'm strongly opposed to because I think in, in Mississippi, what's made Mississippi the best in the nation for outdoor enjoyment is, the, is that we've embraced a North American wildlife model. And you don't need to look very far. Look into Texas, for example, and see the proliferation of CWD, chronic wasting disease, and other diseases related to uh, deers that, deer that have been transferred between uh, between uh, high fence areas. We don't need that in Mississippi, and I've, I've really been focused on that. And the other is the uh, Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. We we worked hard over a couple of years. Um, we uh, we finally were able to get it passed, and uh, the the initial influx of uh, of money has been. I got to assume it's been spent. Now we got another allocation of money coming. Legislature has been very. Uh, very supportive of this effort and this bill and uh, we look forward to, to hearing from Ricky when we come back from break on the other side uh, the the incredible number of projects that have been funded all across the state so when we come back on the other side we'll continue our conversation with Ricky Flint he's uh, he oversees the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund for Mississippi we'll see you after this Mississippi From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny, high near 63. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 43. Your Saturday, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 58. Saturday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 42. And for your Sunday, a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 59. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Dependable Pest Service is searching for an experienced pest technician, offering excellent pay and benefits, including health insurance, retirement, and bonuses. At least one year of pest control experience is desired. More info can be found on the careers page at dependablepest.net. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601 601- 864-3752. We've sent that Rip Van Winkle guy to the dentist. Hey, what? Hey, what? And what's worse than a trip to the dentist? Your wife's paint project that you've put off. Let Seabrook Paint in Jackson and Ridgeland find that Benjamin Moore paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life, like grilling and watching sports. Seabrook, Benjamin Moore paint, and a happy wife, happy life. Seabrook Paint in Jackson on Monument and in Ridgeland on West Jackson. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. 
time of year with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Ricky Flint, who is actually, uh, he's the single employee for this this very lean organization that is focused on the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. And if you missed all of our debates and discussions about this over the last couple of years, I'll get Ricky to remind you what this is all about. But they have done a great job of uh, overseeing that fund. He's got a dream team of a board, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as well. But for people who haven't heard about the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund, Ricky, why don't you give the quick elevator speech on what this fund is all about? Yeah, so uh, I'm very fortunate to have the opportunity to uh, be a part of this Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. Um, as you mentioned, it's been a number of years of effort uh, by the Outdoor Stewardship Coalition uh, that started this idea of a funding mecca for outdoor recreation as well as out, uh, wildlife and fisheries uh, conservation projects, uh, a funding source uh, to bolster those, those activities and, and those management schemes in the state, all across the state. Um, and it finally came to fruition in 2022 during a legislative session there. And um, there was uh, a unanimous support across the floor, both House and Senate, and we're very appreciative to them that uh, they approved this funding project and uh, and appropriately added $10 million uh, to the 2022-23 budget uh, for appropriations to those to this entity, uh, to this project. And we basically offer these funds to state agencies, municipalities, whether it's counties, towns, and cities, and also non-government organizations uh, to assist these entities with projects that are focused on wildlife conservation, fisheries conservation, access to public lands, access to public waters, uh, nature-based outdoor recreation, uh, anything of those sorts are appropriate uh, for uh, consideration to be funded by our board. And like you mentioned, we have an outstanding uh, seven-member board that has been appointed by the governor and the lieutenant governor uh, from all across the state. Uh, excellent, uh, successful businessmen that uh, have been able to help and guide uh, this fund along the way. They started working tirelessly back in September last year, a year ago, uh, getting things started. And then I was uh, hired in February to start the program, uh, getting it on its feet. And we've we've come a long way already. Uh, we took applications in January and February of 23. Uh, we received over 100 uh, applications, 104 to be specific. Uh, four funding projects. And out of those 104, uh, they were uh, graded, scored by each of the board members, then we ranked them, and then they looked at those projects based on the amount of uh, uh, funding available on how that money could be best dispersed across the state. And we funded 21 projects uh, in Mississippi. Uh, they ranged from anywhere from $2.7 million to less than $9,000. And um, I think we have uh, about 20 different entities, not 20, about 15 different entities involved. Um, and we're excited about uh, those projects. They've been given the notice to proceed back in October. And we are hoping that boots are on the ground and equipment is moving and starting some construction and work uh, to help build um, wildlife and fisheries conservation projects and and outdoor recreation for many communities across this state. Ricky, what's been so, what was so compelling about this was that Mississippi was only one of two states in the nation, in the Southeast, 
that didn't have a, a stewardship trust fund like this. And so those states that did, they were out there matching funds. So the, the, we needed to create a pool of matching funds. We needed to be able to have, be able to draw money down. And a, a good example was Georgia that turned over 20 million into a, you know, almost 100 million because of the, of the matching fund component. But now we've got that fund now. And, uh, and we've had almost immediate success, haven't we, with, with the matching components? Yeah, so uh, out of those 21 projects that we awarded uh, in from the January, February application period, uh, $9.8 million in available funds, and there's over $31 million in matching funds being brought in. So over three to one uh, matching funds being brought into the state. And um, we also just completed uh, the second round application period in October. Uh, we received 70 applications in that application period. And uh, it, even among all 70 of those applications, there's 127% in matching funds all the way across the board. Uh, and if you, I think by the time we rank some of those projects and look at the ones that are best fits for being awarded, it'll be much higher than 127%. Some of these projects are bringing in matching funds of anywhere from nine to 14 to one. So we're really excited about that opportunity. It is it is cool. And you, you, know, you think about the kind of projects that are getting funded. We'll give some examples here in just a second. But it, as uh, Ricky pointed out, and, and this is the reason we felt so strongly about this, about creating a fund in Mississippi, was that it's about outdoor enjoyment. It's about finding different ways. And it's not, that doesn't always mean hunting and fishing. Right. It, it could mean nature trails. It could mean uh, a, a wide range of possibilities that would in, 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 include taking Mississippi's outdoor enjoyment to the next level. And that's what I love about when I do an assessment of the of the applications that have come in and then those that you guys have actually awarded money to, it's really across the spectrum. And it really helps you realize that there's so much opportunity out there if we just had the funds to take our outdoor enjoyment to the next level. you got to be excited about that. Yeah, it's, it's intuitively obvious when you look at the number of applications, uh, the, the variety of communities, counties, agencies that are seeking help, uh, the need is out there um, and there's desire. Uh, and, you know, you gotta, you gotta hand it to some of these communities. They, they, they know that their constituents, the residents there uh, are desiring to have these types of things going on and they're doing their best to come up with funding and coming up with funding in today's economy is pretty tough. We're just glad that we're able to be at the table to be an assistant to uh, to those efforts. And, and it is across the board, uh, you know, anything from habitat work uh, to uh, reduction of noxious species, uh, restoration of aquatic habitats, uh, walking trails, uh, all types of outdoor recreation. We're getting uh, interest about adding new boat ramps to uh, new waterways and areas that haven't had access by the public. Uh, there's interest in adding additional access to public lands. And uh, so all these things uh, are something that benefits a wide spectrum of the community of Mississippi. And you don't have to be a hunter or a fisherman uh, to reap some of the benefits of this. We've got Again, you got a seven-member board. Um, four of those are, are appointed by the governor and three of those by the lieutenant governor. You serve as the executive director, but you also have a, a, a wide range of public officials that serve in a non-voting capacity. Right. Uh, it's a, it's so the, the light of day is on this project in a big way. I mean, we're, everyone's trying to make sure we do the right thing and that we're funding the kind of projects that, that are going to, to make a difference. One thing I hope we do in the future, and I think we really had to get some demonstration under our belts first, but I hope we go to a dedicated funding source at some point so we don't have to come back every year and hope that we're going to get it. And the reason I've really focused on that, Ricky, and you see that now, is that a lot of projects are not one and done. You know, you don't do it in one year. You, you It's a multi-year deal. 
And some of the best projects, in fact, may be multi-year. Well, if you can't, you know, you can't be sure about, you know, year, you know, subsequent years and whether the funding is going to be there or not. Although there's been a commitment so far, uh, a dedicated funding source would relieve that anxiety and really create a situation where we're going to be we're going to be, you know, focused on funding projects and getting matching funds for many, many years into the future. That's the one thing I do. Now, listen, I, I'll tell you this. It's got to be a little frustrating that you've had so much success in applications. There are so many projects that you're actually not able to fund. And that's that's got to be a little frustrating. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, budget requests left over, even after those awards are done. And uh, they have the opportunity to make application in the next available round. And that's great. Uh, it's just... And, you know, I can't blame uh, the legislature. And what, what I see is when when we show them that we're successful at what we're doing, we're going to be able to get more support for that. I, I definitely agree. That's why I said we had to get some demonstration under our belt. So when we get back on the other side, we're actually going to give you some quick examples of some, some uh, projects that have been funded when we continue our conversation with Richie Flint on the other side. I'm Jerry Lake, owner of Carter Jewelers. After 49 years in the jewelry business, I'm retiring. The entire inventories of fine jewelry at both Carter Jewelers stores must be liquidated. I believe this will be the biggest diamond and fine jewelry liquidation in our state's history where everything is now 50 to 90% off the lowest tag prices. This liquidation will create millions of dollars of savings on one of the biggest, prettiest, and best made jewelry inventories in the world. Carter Jewelers will still have interest-free and no credit check financing. High-quality trade-ins are welcome. All sales are final. Both Carter Jewelers stores are under contract to be sold, passing the torch to the next generation after the inventories have been completely liquidated. It's been fun. I love you, Mississippi. I'm Jerry Lake, thanking everyone for a lot of great years at Carter Jewelers. Located downtown Jackson, two blocks from the Capitol on High Street and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. If you don't see the rock, you better keep on rolling. If your oil change takes too long, you're in the wrong place. If getting an oil change is an inconvenience, give us a try. Rapid Oil Change has been the leader in fast oil changes for over 36 years. Get in and out fast. Get back to what you want to do in no time. Rapid Oil Change, where you should be going. If you don't see the rock, you better keep on rolling. Us England for Clark's Remodeling and Repair. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Clark's Remodeling and Repair, a company you can trust. 601-214-9463. That's 601-214-9463. Hi. I'm Thomas Trammell, owner of Family Termite and Environment. We're a family-owned and operated business, and we care about our customers and treat them like family. In Mississippi, we have all four seasons and every weather condition, sometimes all in the same day. Environmental changes attract different types of household pests to our homes. No matter what type of pest you're dealing with, Family Termite is here to answer your questions and help find a solution. Call us for all your pest and termite control needs. That's Family Termite at 601-933-1014. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle. This just in from Pinnacle Motors. Now for a limited time, all in-stock edge sheds are 20% off. That's right, 20% off. Now for a limited time, all in-stock edge sheds are 20% off. Need that new shed, building, or carport? Now for a limited time, all in-stock edge sheds are 20% off. Now back to our regular programming. Pinnacle Motors, Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine has that car, truck, or SUV and trailer for all your needs. Online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
A Clarksdale teen was shot while asleep over the weekend. According to the Clarksdale Police Department, officers responded to a home that had been shot into multiple times. Upon arrival, a 13-year-old was found with gunshot wounds. The child was taken to a local hospital in non-critical condition. No other injuries were reported in the shooting. Among the shots fired call, three residential burglaries were reported in the area between Thursday and Sunday. Police are continuing to investigate the recent uptick in crime. Caledonia Pharmacy was burglarized for the second time in four days over the weekend. Lowndes County Sheriff Eddie Hawkins reports that the break-in happened early Sunday morning. Three suspects broke through the front glass to get inside. Deputies were unable to determine if anything happened to be missing from the store. The suspects appeared to be in their teens or early 20s, police say. No arrests have been made at this time. Is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation focused on insurance or agriculture? Well, the short answer is both. The family of Farm Bureau companies are proud to offer our many members various insurance products, but we were established for and remain committed to our deep farm roots and our Mississippi farm families. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Y'all know that in Mississippi, we have some of our most fun experiences outdoors, especially during hunting season. Hi, this is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Each year, our agency provides services to Mississippians who have been injured in hunting accidents. Please remember, ATVs are not toys. Always wear a helmet, only have one rider at a time, ride an ATV that's right for your age, and supervise young riders. This hunting season, when it comes to ATVs, remember to ride safe and ride smart. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi news. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Ricky Flint, who's over the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund here in Mississippi. And uh, man, they're doing some incredible work. Uh, seven member board of directors. And, you know, when I say they're a dream team, Ricky, that's for sure. But when I say they've been burning the midnight oil from the day these guys came into this, this role, they have taken it super seriously. It's been, they, you had to build this thing. You had to develop application processes and all the checks and balances. You had to build this thing from scratch. And uh, I watched many of their meetings early on, and, man, they, they, uh, they took their jobs very seriously, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Uh, thank goodness they worked so tirelessly uh, before I was hired in February to get a lot of the the thoughts and, and, and conversations going about the direction of what this fund was going to be. And uh, when I hit the ground, the rubber was already burning and we just got to going as fast as we could. Uh, we still have processes, you know, that we're still developing. It's, it's our first year. And um, I've always felt like if I could get this first year under my belt, it'd be a lot more comfortable. Uh, but I also know that there's a lot that's still yet to be developed and, and we're working our way towards that. And, and we do have these other states like Georgia uh, and, and Louisiana and other states that have similar programs. And we're able to uh, converse with each of those uh, organizations and get their ideas, get their experiences. How did you deal with this? How do you deal with this? And um, what were the problems? What were the benefits? And so... I've been reaping as much as that as I can from those from those entities. I felt like that was going to be a big a big plus for us. In fact, uh, when you've got people at the table like the Nature Conservancy, Ducks Unlimited, and others who have experience way beyond Mississippi, they've been involved in projects in these other places. You really get a sense that they've uh, they've kind of felt their way through this and they've really landed in a place that is truly a best practice. So. You know, we shouldn't start from scratch. You know, we have a real opportunity to learn from, from some that have had some states that have had great success and yeah. those best practices can help us. And they have in big ways, haven't they? 
between the coalition members and uh, our ex officio members with the other uh, non-voting board members, there is nothing wrong with having more minds involved uh, to help think about things and plan things. And uh, it has been great. I, I cannot say enough about the Outdoor Stewardship Coalition and their efforts and their continuation to uh, walk along with us down this path and, and help us get down the path. Um, we've had some great meetings uh, since and before. Yeah, yeah, man. Some 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 really knowledgeable people like James Cummings from, for example, from Wildlife Mississippi. Absolutely, literally wrote the book on the North American Wildlife Model, and Ed Penning from uh, Ducks Unlimited and Alex Littlejohn, who used to be with the Nature Conservancy, who's got a big new national job now, that, and that he's going to make his impact. I'm not surprised to see him doing really well. And, uh, you know, the foundation you know, who sponsors this show, they they were deeply engaged in this effort to create an outdoor stewardship trust fund. It's uh, It's been a great collaboration of uh, people who are dedicated to Mississippi and really, really focused on making it the best it can be. Hey, so, you know, we're, we're it's kind of hunting season right now. So if you go down that list, there's so many projects. Uh, why don't you uh, highlight a couple that directly impact people who... Uh, who are spending, spending, spending money in the hunting community. Well, you mentioned James Cummings, and um, they, he's the director for Wildlife Mississippi, a nonprofit uh, organization that is working so hard to conserve lands, preserve lands in this state uh, for the interest of outdoors, uh, hunters and fishermen, and uh, our, our largest project that was awarded was the Pearl River Source Water Protection and Recreation Project Phase 1, which is, for folks who may not understand where that is, that's the Fannie Mae Preserve uh, that is located uh, between Lakeland Drive, Highway 25, and the Ross Barnett Reservoir. There's about 4,000 acres of property there. Yes. You said Fannie Mae, but Fannie Cook. Just so I'm sorry. Know. Fannie uh, yeah. Cook. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Fanny Cook. Fanny Cook was the founder of the Mississippi Game and Fish Commission back in the 1930s, so uh, aptly named. And so about 4,000 acres of property. I can't go into all the details of what it's going to do, but it just 24 miles of nature trails, boat ramps, boat access, restoration of habitat, uh, long leaf management, um, establishing some wildlife openings, constructions of of project uh, buildings and things there, uh, road development, all of this along with uh, a perpetual easement uh, to secure that land uh, in perpetuity. And there's a lot of uh, benefits to add to that. We also have a Mississippi Delta Wellens Enhancement Project that is going to be taking place on Mahana Wildlife Management Area and Howard Miller w WMA. Uh, this will be uh, renovating, restoring some of the levees and pumping projects. They're there. This is done through Ducks Unlimited. Uh, they secured over a million dollars in matching funds uh, to help us with that project on over 4,200 acres of public lands, uh, primarily for waterfowl management and use by hunters. Um, hey, Ricky, just one quick comment. What's, uh, what's so amazing about that project is that it helps us helps kind of uh, educate people that Mississippi, even in times when maybe it's not as cold as it should be, or maybe when we don't have a lot of water, it gives us a chance to, to be reminded that the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks on the wetland, on the wildlife management areas have done a great job of creating a habitat that has really served hunters, uh, especially duck hunters. I mean, the, the, the duck hunting work that they're doing is truly remarkable. And that's, uh, that's in collaboration with Ducks Unlimited is really focused on taking these best practices they're learning all over the country and making sure that we're funding efforts here in the state that can take what is already excellent work happening at the WMAs and then taking it to the next level. That's exciting to see, isn't it? Yeah, and those, those management schemes are not just benefiting hunters to be able to go out there and take waterfowl. Uh, that, that work that's being done is is providing you know very critical habitats, uh, early water, 
for migrating migrating waterfowl, other uh, migratory birds before hunters are ever able to ever get out there and enjoy it, and even following that, it's very critical. Uh, it's a very important resource for birders. I know that Mahana Wildlife Management Area has become very popular for the bird watchers to go out there and see some very unique species that are benefiting from those habitats. And it hey, listen, it takes a lot of work, man. You gotta you gotta convert well structures. You gotta build roads and levee access. You gotta replace water control structures. You gotta you gotta uh, you know in this case you're actually renovating a, an existing waterfowl impoundment levees. But it takes a lot of work. You just don't go in there and pump the water. You you gotta go in there and you gotta build the structures that will enable you to have the kind of habitat that ducks are going to come to and. Uh, it's great to have a partner like in this particular case, Ducks Unlimited, that found another million dollars in matching funds. Um, what's some other examples? Well, let's see. We also have um, a collaborative conservation partnership project that's going on with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks uh, that'll enhance over 100,000 acres, uh, primarily becoming a, a project to provide assistance uh, technical guidance to private landowners all across the state uh, with a heavy emphasis on prescribed fire. Um, prescribed burning is, is one of those practices that we're seeing less and less of for a number of reasons, uh, but it's a very important tool. It's, it's probably one of the least expensive, most effective tools out there uh, for landowners to use. And so this is going to help uh, direct uh, management to some private landowners all across the state uh, through a car share reimbursement uh, program to private landowners. It'll also work with many of those invasive plant species, uh, which is a problem that, um, you know, if, when you talk about invasive species uh, and you're talking about private lands and the use of public funds, uh, when you're when you're dealing with invasive species, we, it, that's, that's a that's an effort that needs to go on on public lands as well as the adjacent private lands. And it's very important because without both going on at the same time, uh, you're, you're not going to be able to accomplish much. And so that's a very helpful project there. Um, we've got two projects that I'm very proud of that are directed towards uh, outdoor recreation for disabled kids. Uh, we have one project at the Kamasa uh, Lakeside Fish Fellowship down in, in Kapai County. Uh, and then we have another one going on at the Enid Fish Hatchery uh, that will also help disable access to fishing projects. I'm so excited about those projects. Uh, so much cool stuff happening as it relates to getting kids, especially disabled kids, out into the out into the outdoors. And there's we a lot more. Out. We just don't yeah, have time for I, I can't wait to talk more about that, for a matter of fact. Hey, listen, Ricky, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. Absolutely. Always good to talk with you guys and see what's going on and, and spread the news about uh, positive things in our state. When we come back, we have Larry Primo from the K-9 unit uh, for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. We'll see you after this. I said three Mississippi to this land called home. I breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein. Guys, you know there's one Christmas gift that can actually grow with your relationship? And become a true family heirloom. Our legendary Junikers Diamond Stud Earrings. As Mississippi's direct diamond importer, we have 10 times the diamond studs you'll find in any other store. Best of all, if at any time you wish to trade up your Juniker Diamond Studs to a larger pair. Next week, next year, next decade. 
We encourage it. We'll give you every penny that you pay for them towards a new, larger pair. You just pay the difference. It's our Junikers Lifetime Diamond Stud Trade-Up Guarantee. Start for as little as $295 and trade up as often as you wish until you have two big, gorgeous diamond studs you can pass down one day to your children. This Christmas, trade up to heirloom quality diamond studs from Junikers. Because love can't wait. Juniker Jewelry Company. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. This holiday season, Legacy Garage would like to extend their gratitude to its customers for another great year. To show their appreciation, they are offering 20% off gift certificates now through Christmas Eve. To learn more about the System X ceramic protection coating and a 20% off gift card, call Legacy Garage at 601-941-5312. Also, be sure to check them out on Facebook, too. That is Legacy Garage at 601-941-5312. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products or oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi Outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed catching up with uh, Ricky Flynn and learning more about how successful the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund is. Hey, listen, I'm excited now to have my friend Larry Primo back on the show. He's uh, he, he talked the last time we were together about the deployment of canine units in the state. And they've been busy lately, but before we go any further, let me just say, how you doing, Larry? What's latest? What's the latest in your world? Well, it's, I'm doing good. It's a little windy, cold down here in the south part of the state. The dogs are doing great. We we hit the road running about a month ago, so it's been fun. It's been a fun ride so far. So you've got uh, you've got canine units that are sort of strategically located across the state. You're down here in the southern part. Um, and you know it's, it's great to see that we're that we're full fledged into into this this section. There's a lot that you guys can do to help the community, aren't there? Yes, sir. So we got we got four canines throughout the state. We got one in the north, one in the central, one two actually in the south region. So with one being on the coast, and my dog is kind of like almost to the central region, one county away. Yeah. Our dogs are certified on wildlife detection evidence recovery and search and rescue so it's it's been a busy weekend when for the last month we got certified november 18th we hit the the roads in service the first day of rifle season and we've been 
100 miles per hour since then. So tell me, like, guess, give us an idea. You had a busy weekend. So what was going on over the weekend? So during the week, the last week, we had 14 canine deployments for the whole week, which is the most we've had since we started on the 20th of November. One was up there in the central region where one of our dogs was doing a checkpoint coming off of one of the WMAs. The dog indicated on a Yeti ice chest. By when I say indicate, he sat down. During a search of the ice chest, it was a buffalo head duck illegally seized or legally taken on the WMA. So we were able to get that one, a couple of citations written. Then on the coast, we had, you know, patrol of the Pascagoula River. We noticed a couple of boats parked on the riverbank. We deployed the canine right on the boat where they connected the track right to the hunters in the woods, which saved a bunch of manpower. So without the dogs, we would never been able to find them hunters quickly like we did. Got a couple of citations out of the deal, got loaded back up, went to the next boat and did the same thing. Wow. Wow. I mean, so it has uh, really made your efforts more efficient, hasn't it? Yes, sir. It was, you know, it makes it easier for the county officers in the state. We know we're saving manpower. Like we had a big detail up in Manhattan, the open week in the duck season. We had a big old big case that's still pending in court system where four duck hunters didn't get drawn. So they decided to, to launch the boat down the river and go on the back side of Manhattan. So then after it was all said and done, we was waiting for them at the boat ramp with the dogs. <laughs> hey, so if I'm in the woods, like if you deploy a, a dog and I'm in the woods, and and you're and you're making your situation much more efficient by finding me. What do I experience when that dog comes to me? Uh, so, our uh, dogs are non-aggressive. So when they do come up to you, they want to sit there and either lick you or want to be petted. Okay, the dogs are trained at the end of a track that they're gonna get a reward of being petted, played with, or giving the toy. Well, that's that's good. That's good. So. You, in fact, you don't want them to be aggressive because in those situations, it might be putting the dogs at risk, right? Yes, sir. It is. But, you know, our dogs are not your typical police dogs where they they are trained and bite. It's just ours are friendly dogs that the public are encouraged to pet and get to know them. So it's interesting on the on the duck, that the illegal duck that was uh, shot and you found in the Yeti ice chest, um, is that the kind of work that you would expect to be able to do on a regular basis? Yes, sir. So Corporal Bailey Jones and his dog Dempsey are actually the one that found the duck. So they're assigned to Yazoo City or Yazoo County. And that's the reason why we got canine. So as these hunters are illegally seizing our wildlife throughout the state and concealing them, while the officers are doing the job, the dog can just go around and search the vehicle quickly. You can't hide. You cannot hide wildlife meat or waterfowl meat on us. We'll find it. <laughs> you know, that's 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 great to hear, by the way, because, you know, as you know, the vast majority of hunters are going to uh, follow the law. They're going to do it you know, to the book. They're going to get properly licensed. They're going to go out and they're going to hunt and they're going to they're not going to take more than they're legally allowed to take. But every now and then, there are one or two out there that, that are going to not be properly licensed, or they're going to take ducks they're not supposed to take, or take more than they're supposed to take, and they do it, or maybe they take it under some illegal means. And it's up to you guys to kind of sort through those, and uh, so that so they don't give hunting a bad name. I mean, that's a that's a really important part of what you do, isn't it? Yes, sir. It is. It's you know, like I said, that's the reason why we have the dogs, so we can you know, help out the local officers, get it done quicker. They can get on to the next case, save manpower. And it's just, it's a fun job. Just watching, just watching the dogs and stuff. I know my dog has a personality and he's gonna let you know if he don't like doing something. Like <laughs> my dog is not a big fan of being called out in the middle of the night for a headlighter. <laughs> well, look, look, we're gonna have Larry Primo back on a regular basis. Always interested to see what the latest is in the K-9 world of the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. But, but Larry, it's been great to catch up with well, you. Have a good holiday, my friend. Uh, you too, sir. Thank you. Listen, have a great day. Have a great week. We'll see you next Monday. And like I always say, stay safe when you're in the outdoors. Stay, put safety for you. Unload that gun. Unload. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.